Uh, hi. Hello. Welcome. Me you, start. Just, you just said you had something. Um, have you, and I'm shocked I'm about to say this, have you heard the good news about anti-vaxxers? No. Um, well, you probably have. Oh, I'm Sophia. I use she, they pronouns. Yay. Congrats. Yay. Congrats. New gender for me just dropped. Um, I'm Dylan. I use they, them pronouns. Um, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, so what, what is the news about anti-vaxxers? Um, despite calling all of us sheep, they are eating, uh, deworming paste oh, yeah. for sheep i don't know that that's good news i don't know it's if it's good news but people it are really k- killing themselves so, with horse medicine oh my god the 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 it's a headline that made me laugh mm-hmm. which is why i'm reading it now because it made me chuckle so hard um you are not a horse, FDA tells Americans, to stop taking dewormer for COVID. Jesus Christ, we live in a very cursed timeline. Um. <laughs> just just the fact that an American you are not a horse. official had to tell people, this is in Mississippi, the, the Mississippi, I guess, um, an FDA official in Mississippi had to say, you are not a horse, you are not a cow. Seriously. Stop it. Seriously, guys, stop it. An adult man had to say that, and he was a man, in fact. An adult man had to say that to other adult people instead of just... You know, <sighs> I feel like I'm I'm glad that the, the government is releasing statements about it because it's their fault our school systems didn't teach people better than this. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I like... I it's don't... not... Okay, it's not good. It's definitely not good news, yeah. but it, what, boy, did it make me laugh. That you is, are not that a horse. That is a headline. You are not a cow. Seriously. Stop it. it you know that um, that Michael Jordan meme? That's like, stop it. Get some help. No. Let me go a dig in. It won't take it won't take me long. Um uh, y'all wanna hear some some actual good news? <laughs> Please. Cause I, I had an opener, but you were excited, so I was like, yeah, you open. Um regretting that a little bit. Didn't want to think about horse dewormers. <laughs> it's icky. Um, oh, yeah. yes, 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 Don't yes, take yes. it if you're people. Um, I mean, they, they make safe dosages, but you're supposed to dilute it for horses, let alone for you are people. Not a, you are not a horse. That would be like, that would be like if you took, if I gave my cat my... Allergy medication? I don't know. Anxiety. Some cats have anxiety medication. If I gave my cat my antidepressants. Oh, boy. um, 
so the the good news that I have is uh, Nandy Bushel, uh, <gasps> who you might remember from friend a of the, previous friend of the episode, podcast. who challenged uh, Dave Grohl to an epic online drum duel, uh, of the podcast, went on stage with the Foo Fighters and uh, drums. Uh, she played the drums when they were performing Everlong, which is an infamously difficult song to drum. Can I just say, I watched the video. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. This small child can really get it. This this 11-year-old girl is so good at the drums. And she, she, she has really, the stage presence, you know? She can really she, throw down, you she, know? She's she's a rocker. She can hang with the big dogs. She she rocks. Um, I also I, I also saw a headline that I wanted to share with you um, because it made me think of something we have talked about on the podcast before, and that is um, the Washington Post Arts and Entertainment. This is the headline: Christopher Lloyd is still playing characters who are unhinged. Oh boy! Which oh, he, he does in um, Piranhas. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. But yeah, people. Oh, have you seen where people oh, are like, "Oh, like it took worms out of my body," and then doctors were like, "No, that's part of your intestines." Ugh. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. No, I just really liked this headline. That is funny. You are not a horse. Yeah. You are not immune to propaganda. You are not a horse. Anyway. Stop it. Get some help. Don't do that. Bad. Bad for you. Don't take that. Oh my god. Really, not good. Don't do that. Don't um, if you're not already vaccinated, get fucking vaccinated. Oh my god, go get vaccinated. I'm having that thing now where when I go into stores that are like, wear a mask if you're not fully vaccinated. I'm still wearing my I mask wear a whenever mask I go all out. The time. No, I oh. I'm still wearing my mask whenever I go out. But I'm like, do people are people gonna think that if I wear my mask in public that I am not vaccinated? See, I worry about that a little bit, but I'm also like, I feel like a lot of unvaccinated people aren't wearing a mask anyway. Like, okay, they're yeah, supposed fair to, enough. but. Yeah, you, no, you have, a, you have a point there. That's a good, you, you raise a very good point. Um, yeah, get, seriously, get vaccinated. Go get the jabby jab, the Fauci ouchie. Um, I can't think of any other. Euf- would it be a euphemism for vaccine? I feel yeah. like this opener is a little. I don't know. I feel like I'm not. I feel like I'm not on today. Um, it'd be like that some weeks. Say something funny. Um, oh god, Dill, <laughs> Dill is Dill okay? Do you like Dill as a nickname for Dylan? Yes. <laughs> But that's because I watched too much records as a child. I was going to say, come on, Dill, say something funny. Um, We're in a bit of a pickle. Huh? Ayy. Ayy. 
Um, but um, <laughs> apparently there's a way to watch Shrek on a Game Boy Advance. That's according to Polygon. I'm not gonna read the article. I like Wild. I have an article, but I'm like not over the moon about it. So I was just seeing if oh there's anything. Oh my god, me too. I'm also not. Fun. My article's cool, but I'm also like not. Um, over I the guess moon. I could do. Where it's just it's one of those weeks. Slow news week. Um, I feel big, like I had there was a, a lot. big fucking. You know, there was a really big. I didn't have like I had such trouble finding anything. There was a big fucking hurricane. Yeah. Also, donate to Hurricane Ida Relief. Yes. I did not do my due diligence to find somewhere for people to donate, but I should have. And now it's 7.49 on a Saturday night, and I am um, You know what I can do? Feeling um, guilty. This might end up being a pretty short episode. Um, what was I going to say? I just totally lost, like, all of my brain power. I had a, a really long week. week. It was my first us. week of... It was my first week of work. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, um... Well, technically, because I'm working for, um... I don't know if I'm allowed to say what I'm working for. Um, You're doing my- environmental work. Well, so I'm technically a, I'm doing one of those, um, it's like an SCA, an AmeriCorps, city year kind of program. So technically I am a uh, volunteer. So I had a, a week of orientation. Mm-hmm. Um and that was that was really fun, but so exhausting. Um, I'm very tired. Fair. Um, do you want Do you want to hear a, a series about a series of headlines that I read um, that shook me to my very core? Should Should we Should I do my article and then we can do that? Sure. Yeah. Okay. My article is actually, it's pretty, it is pretty cool. I said I wasn't excited about it, but it is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my article comes to us from The Independent. And now having watched Ted Lasso. Um, Trent Krim, whenever, The Independent. Whenever I, whenever I see an article from The Independent, all I can think about is Trent Krim, The Independent. Which, mm-hmm. can we just, for those of you who haven't watched Ted Lasso, do yourself a favor and go watch Ted Lasso. It's, because it's currently my favorite show it's just it's, very fun and it's sweet such a good and show. wholesome for the most part uh yeah for the for the most part also trent krim has very good hair people on tumblr are very thirsty for trent krim and i mentioned okay. this to my sister and she's like yeah he's a weird looking british man of course tumblr likes him yeah although not as weird as some of the other weird looking british men that people have like thirsted over on tumblr you know I, he's just, he's, it's interesting. Is the actor who plays Trent Krim, like, actually older than the the Benedict Cumberbatches and the Tom Hiddlestons and the no Matt idea. Smiths of the world? Why was his name the one that I stumbled over? He's got the <laughs> easiest name. <laughs> Trent Krim. Trent Krim, the independent... James, his name is James Lance, mm-hmm. and he is 46 years old. Good for you. Um, also, <sighs> sorry, let's, let's do your article and then we can get into my nonsense. 
he is one year he's one year older than Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm. So there you go. But I think he's more. Sorry, can we just talk about this for just a second? Yeah. I think Trent Crin, the Independent, is way better. He's pretty. Than, and he's a good character. That too. I think he is way better, and I enjoy him way more than literally. I think every character Benedict Cumberbatch has ever played. That's fair. What I really like about Trent Crim is, like, they're very much in the beginning setting up, like, oh, you know, reporters, they're evil. They're just trying to get a scoop and ruin our lives. Especially because, like, two of the main characters have very publicly had all kinds of wacky and terrible things happening in their lives. So we're, like, sympathetic to these people who have been victimized by paparazzi and then there comes Trent Krim who is hired to do an in-depth scoop and he knows that he'll like get more clicks and make more money if he rips Ted to shreds but he spends a day with Ted and he's like I I can't this man is great like I don't know what you want me to say like he's not gonna win us the gold but I love him um I just looked up Trent Krim the independent on Google for Google Photos. You know those dogs? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, and, the linky ones with the long hair. <laughs> Somebody posted a picture of that and just with the caption Trent Crim the Independent. I love it. And um hang on. It's I'm gonna share my screen with you so you can see just how accurate this picture is. Look at that. I wish I yeah. knew what dog breed it was, but that is Trent Crim, the Independent. What kind of dog is that? It's like a greyhound with long hair. Mm-hmm. If I look that up, oh, I just remembered. I had a I had a, a thing I wanted to chat about in the beginning, as like just kind of an update on our lives, specifically my life. But you were there. Um, we a, went a boar's way. Ah, yes. Oh. We went to go see John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. It's now been like, oh, yeah. more than a week, but um, we haven't recorded since then. And I just mm-hmm. wanted to throw out there. We went to go see John Mulaney and it was great. He was very, very funny. I really, really enjoyed it. That's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is we went to go see John Mulaney and a stranger called me a nerd. Oh, yeah. You um, got roasted by a stranger. <laughs> yeah. So we were... At this oh, can I talk about something real quick that does have to do with being in public and seeing people? Mm-hmm. Like, two days after that, I was at a mall with my brother in the Boston area. And um, who should walk by other than comedian, stand-up comedian, fucking Chris Fleming? Incredible. That was super weird. I was literally sitting there, and my brother was like... I. My brother was somewhere else, so I couldn't, like, I was with our, like, shopping stuff, so I couldn't, like, get up, and anyway, and I, I see him off in the distance. Talk about another person who looks like a dog. It's Chris Fleming. Oh, my God. That man looks like a poodle. Uh, show, <laughs> Good for sh- show pig. <laughs> show- Good for him. Show, po- show, a show dog. He looks like a poodle. Good for him. Um, and I see somebody off in the distance, and he's wearing, like, a a blue shirt with like doves on it or something. Mm -hmm. And I see him and I'm like, no, 
huh, that guy kind of looks like Chris Fleming. And then I don't think anything of it. And then, like, five minutes later, I hear a man on the phone. And I look, and I was like, that person sounds like Chris Fleming. And I look (laughs) over, and I, I don't make eye contact with this person, but I see them. And I'm like, oh, no, it is Chris Fleming. Yeah, so... But he was on the phone and walking away, so I was not rude and like, yeah. hey, can I interrupt you on the phone call and blah, blah, blah. I also, um, I do have an update to one of our previous, one a story that we have covered. Mm-hmm. I have an update. I would love an update. Okay. But we, you got called a nerd by a stranger when we went oh, to see John yes. Mulaney. So, um, because John Mulaney is kind of a big deal. At the theater, we had to lock up our He's phones. kind of a big deal. Yeah, we had to lock up our phones, and they also told us we would have to lock up, like, smartwatches. Yeah. So I guess a lot of people, including myself, either didn't bring their watch, smartwatches, like Apple Watches or Fitbit Watch, whatever. Yeah. Um, Anything that could record video and audio. Um, pretty much, yeah. You either didn't bring or, like, it or you received- had to put it in this bag that got sealed and then you had to wait for one of the people to unseal it with a tool, like one of the people who worked at the venue. Yeah, um, I think it was also about like receiving text messages and things like that. Yeah, um, but it was like... my watch can get text messages. I assume the reasoning, though, is they don't want people recording their show. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, everybody's... My watch isn't that smart. Um, most people... Uh, we're unaware of the passage of time because uh, most people use their phones or their smartwatch to know what time it is. I have a dumb watch. I have a dot watch that I got for $20 at a Kmart four years ago. It's like a Timex, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a Timex Ironman waterproof um, from the triathlon, apparently, collection. Anyway, it's like it's like a waterproof watch that I got for like lifeguarding or like I think I got my first watch like this when I was a camp counselor and then I liked it so much that when I was getting a new watch I got the same thing basically. Anyway, because of that, I was the only person in our section who knew what time it was. Um and there were it was this was well before the show started, so there were only like 15 people milling about in the whole whatever section we were in the mm-hmm. it's not the we also were balcony mezzanine mezzanine we also weren't sitting together because we did not buy tickets in time enough yeah to we bought tickets like next to each other five hours after they went on sale so we could, didn't get seats together <laughs> but we weren't we were like there was one row in between yeah. our seats uh so we were we were sitting there <laughs> and you can tell i haven't told this story before because i'm all over the place. Um, we were sitting there and uh, the people, there were three people about our age sitting behind us, like chatting, whatever. And one of them's like, I wish I knew what time it was. Too bad nobody owns a watch. And I went, I own a watch. And this this person, I don't want to assume gender or anything, looks at me and goes, ha, fucking nerd. <laughs> and then goes, also, um, what time is it? <laughs> Huh. roasted but also you are a necessity yeah. it was it was really funny to me i like i went to see john mulaney and uh had a conversation with a stranger that pretty much started and ended with them calling me a nerd i did tell them what time it was 
It was like. You called me a nerd. I'm not going to tell you what fucking time it is. Who's the nerd now, motherfucker? Get a watch. Um, through, uh, before the show started in the like. We got in like 15 minutes before the show was supposed to start. And there was like 25 minutes before it actually started. Like I think it was like supposed to start at like 10. The show started at 9.45. Air quotes, air quotes, air quotes. But I think it was like actually starting at 10. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, what I do know was in that time period, like no less than like four people noticed I was wearing a watch and asked me for the time. And I've never felt more powerful. That's not true. But like there's there's something very interesting about like being the only person with a watch in a auditorium filled with people who had to lock their phones up. Yeah. It was weird. But I somebody called me a nerd and it was really funny. Yeah. Um It was such a good it was a very good show. It was a very I really, good show. really hope um he puts it out for streaming. Yeah. Uh, it probably won't be for like a year. Yeah. So I'm gonna forget all of the jokes. Those the worst part is I'm gonna forget all of the jokes that are like specifically to Boston. Yeah, all of his jokes about was, Boston. There were like 15. It was maybe 15 minutes of like Boston-based humor. Yeah, because he did he did two weeks, ten, 20 shows in two weeks in Boston. So yeah, he, he uh, pretty thoroughly roasted Providence for a little while. Um, which was Providence, Rhode Island, which was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, the one joke that I do remember was something along the lines of, don't let your drunk driving get in the way of your career as a valet. Yeah. Called Jabrosi and Jabrosi, attorneys at law. Um, yeah. Would you like an, would you like an update? Yeah. Do you remember Wally the Walrus? Yes. So he's going to get his own pontoon because <laughs> he. So he's about um he's about eight hundred kilograms, which I'm not sure how many pounds that is. If you would like to to look that up for me, I would love to know. It's I know it's a lot. I forget the number. 800 800 kgs uh that is about 1700 pounds holy shit so our boy weighs a lot our our boy wally the walrus weighs a lot um and he if you recall he traveled about 2485 miles um and was first spotted um, off the coast of Ireland in March. And we mm-hmm. covered this story. And he's been just sort of chilling and hanging out in, um, uh, where is this? Uh, he was most recently spotted at Cork Haven Harbor in County, in, in County Cork on Wednesday. Um, but it's become... A bit of a problem Mm -hmm. in Ireland because Wally, the walrus, weighs so much Mm -hmm. and he has been climbing up on boats and sinking them. Yeah. 
because he is such a big boy. He's a big boy and he's used to having like icebergs and stuff to climb on. Yeah. So and rocks and shit. So um, he's such a big lad, a, a hefty, a hefty boy that he will climb up on um, not like the really big boats. The big boats are, are OK, but like when people go from like a harbor out to their big boats they'll leave the little like motorized dinghies Mm -hmm. and he'll climb up and and flop up on to those and those just are not feasible for a how much did you say 17 1700 pounds for a 1700 pound walrus um and so yeah, he's basically been been sinking though. So he's going to get his own pontoon. Um because he sinks boats. Good for him. Good for him. Um and there's also something in this article about how people are getting people getting too close could be stressing Wally out and causing him to repeatedly board and disembark from boats. Mm. Um he's showing signs of an injury on one of his flippers. So please just respect him from a distance. Um, this was somebody from, I guess, the mm, Fish and Wildlife Service. I'm sort of skimming this article, so I don't mm-hmm. quite know. Um, the public have been urged to exercise caution and not get too close to Wally for their own safety. You do not want a 1,700-pound 17, walrus charging you. There may be risks for from a water safety perspective where large amount where large numbers of people are congregating on the water mm-hmm. said green party td malcolm norm newman he also said walruses are not protected under the wildlife act i wonder why considering there's like never been a walrus in ireland before mm-hmm. um it's basically the same as a fox or rabbit under law so it's up to people to cop on and be considerate of this poor wildlife and this poor wild animal which is a long way from home please leave him alone and if you must go and see it use use binoculars Mm. so leave wally the walrus alone and he's getting a pontoon and just just let him chill and your boat's covered by insurance anyway yeah. He's so big. He's so big. He's so chunky. A special platform will be provided to Wally the Walrus to lounge on. Because that's all he really wants to do. That's why he's on the boats in the first place. Boy want to be in the sun. Mm. Good for him. I love... There's a video of him going up. I'll send it to you. There's a video of him trying to get onto one of these little like dinghy boats. Um, and it is. He is too big. Oh, I'm watching it now. It's, it's, oh. He's a big boy. <laughs> okay. Um, should I do my other story? Do you yeah. want to hear that? So, hang on, I gotta pause, Wally. Um, scientists, this is from The Independent, this is how we started talking about Trent Krim. Ah. I could not find an author, which is strange, because normally there is one. Maybe it's Trent Krim. 
So the author of this article, I guess I'll say is Trent Krim. Because I could not. Because there's not one listed. Because there isn't one listed. <laughs> oh. Um, scientists amazed at 400-year-old giant coral thriving in the Great Barrier Reef. Ooh. Scientists have described their surprise at the discovery of a 400-year-old giant Portuguese coral discovered in the Great Barrier Reef. The exceptionally large brown and cream-colored coral was spotted off the coast of Gub... Hang on. Goulbody Orpheus Island in Queensland, Australia, and is estimated to be one of the oldest corals on the Great Barrier Reef between, hang on, oh wait, I already said how old it was, between 421 and 438 years old. That's an old coral. That is older than both you and me. Yes. Although that is not <laughs> hard. Our combined um, it, ages is 45. Uh-huh. This thing is almost... 10 times ten. our combined ages. There we go. 10. I almost said... I almost said a different number. Um, it was discovered by a group of scientists and community members participating in a marine science course earlier this year. The group determined that it was the widest known... Portuguese coral in the Great Barrier Reef, measuring, do you want to guess how many meters it was at its base? At its base. Ten? I don't don't know enough about corals to know 10.4 meters at its base. Nice. And it was the sixth tallest, measuring 4.3 meters high. The hemispherical coral is roughly the same size as, are you ready for this? Mm Mm-hmm. A modern double-decker bus. Big coral. Adam Smith, lead author of the field note on the discovery and adjunct professor at James Cook University, said, It's like a blog... Blog? It's like a blog of apartments. I think that's probably a typo. Unless blog of apartments is this term in Australia. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it attracts animal, it attracts other species. There's other corals and fit, there's fish, there's other animals around it that use it for shelter or for feeding. It's pretty important for them. He added, it's a bit like finding a giant redwood tree in the middle of a botanical garden. That's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, the group determined the cor- that the coral belonged to the genus Porteus. Porteus? I have no idea. A common type of coral worldwide with 16 species and believed that it either belongs to the Porites lutea, hump or pore coral, or Porites lobata, lobe coral. Though consultation with traditional custodians of the area, the, Man- the Manbara traditional owners, it was decided that the specific coral would be named Magua Dahambi, meaning big coral. Super fitting. That is one, it is a big coral. The group said the name was important to communicate traditional knowledge, language, and culture to future tourists, scientists, and students. Great decision. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it is thought that the coral went undiscovered for so long as it was located in a relatively remote, rarely visited, and highly protected marine national park zone. Over the last 20 or 30 years, no one has noticed or observed or no one has noticed, observed, or thought it newsworthy. Oh my god, I could not get that out. Enough to share photos, document, or do research on this giant coral, Dr. Smith said. The teams of citizens and scientists determined that the coral was very healthy, with 70% live coral cover, as well as live coral rock and microalgae. No observations of disease, coral bleaching, or recently deceased coral were recorded. That's pretty good. That's really Uh, cool. The coral's age was determined based on linear growth models and suggested that it could have survived, that it has survived major oceanic disturbances, including invasive species, bleaching events, severe low tides, and a number of cyclones. Field notes said the cumulative impact of almost 100 bleaching events and up to 800 major cyclones over the period of four centuries, plus declining nearshore water quality contextualizes the high resilience of Portis coral. I think I've said that differently every single time I've read it, but that's fine. Looking to the future, concerns for the well-being of Muga Dahambi coral mirror those of the Great Barrier Reef as a whole. Climate change and declining water quality, overfishing, and coastal development. But Dr. Smith seems hopeful. He said that most species of coral in the Great Barrier Reef live to 450 to 600, nope, to 560 years old and survive cyclones and coral bleaching events. It's obviously an old and resilient coral, he added. I guess The Independent is one of those news sites that ends on a quote that doesn't quite seem conclusive. Conclusive. But that is fine, because I guess if you're reading it, maybe it would. But we are read I mean, reading it, reading it. But yeah. we are reading it on a podcast. Yeah. Um, I So I just remembered that I have a somewhat related article. Um, and I was thinking I could read this somewhat related article, because it's pretty short. Um, and then we could do the middle bit. And then we could get into what I'm going to call a series of headlines and one article. A headline lightning round. Yeah, kind of. They're all about the same topic. Um, but first, uh, this this is an article from Greek City Times by uh, Natalie Martin. It is world's largest underwater sculpture inspired by Greek God. Oh, is this one of those sculptures that's like for marine life? I believe so, yeah. Cool. Um. Those sculptures are really cool, but they scare the fuck. Like, they freak... Like, looking at pictures of them, if I was scuba diving... Not that I ever really planned to go scuba diving, but if I was and I just stumbled upon one of them... Oh, you know what? I got this confused with another... Wait, no. No, it is part of the Bahamas Reef Environment Educational Foundation. Yeah. Those sculptures, if you haven't seen pictures of them, look them up. If you were just so it's, scuba diving... It's to make an artificial reef to protect the shores, not yeah, necessarily yeah. for coral to grow on. Yeah. So it, it's a slightly yeah. different thing. Yeah. So there's sculptures to help coral growth and to create artificial environments for, like, wildlife. 
there's a bunch of different reasons that mm. people make these various sculptures, but all of them, if I saw any of them and I didn't know what they were, or if I was swimming and I just happened upon them, would scare the ever-loving shit out of me. And I just, I don't know what I would do. They freak me out. That's fair. They're really, they're really cool. But seeing something just like, a, seeing just like a man just underwater. Uh, just a big old man underwater. You, oh um, my God, I do not like it. Okay, so <laughs> then you're not going to like this. Um <laughs> Ocean Atlas, the largest single sculpture ever to be deployed underwater, sits on the ocean floor off the western coastline of New Providence in Nassau, Bahamas. Uh, the artwork. I just looked at pictures of him. I do not like. Yeah. Have you seen the ones with a person for scale? Yes. Ah. Terrifying. Um. <laughs> ah! Artwork which depicts a local Bahamian girl carrying the weight of the ocean above her. I, I guess it, it's it's the sky above her, not the ocean. Um, was inspired by the Greek gods, specifically by the ancient Greek myth, myth of Atlas, a titan who held up the heavens. I have a lot of bones to pick with this article. Um, for instance, it keeps referring to Atlas as a Greek god, and then when it specifies who Atlas is, says that he's a titan. He's a titan, not a god. Like. He also holds the sky, not the ocean or the world. And the statue is holding the sky because at low tide, the surface of the water touches her back and shoulder. So she's holding up the sky, not the ocean. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's a super cool statue. No, it's very cool. It's but terrifying. But if I just like it's stumbled so big. upon it. Have you seen the one? There's like... Um, there's like the ones of... Have you seen any of the other ones? Yes. Some of um, the other ones are equally as freaky. Um, the one that really freaks me out are the ones... There's ones with like a, just like a bunch of holes in them. Don't like that at all. Yeah. Um, well, that's for coral to grow. I know. But there's also the one where it's just a bunch of people in like a circle and they're holding I hands. I hate that one. It gives me the heebie-jeebies so it's hard. It gives me out so much. I um, hate it. And I know, like, I'm sitting here as, like, somebody who is an environmentalist, and I know that these are They're really very cool. They're very cool. I very much like them. I would not want to stumble across one. Why are we making them look like people? Why? <laughs> I mean, all of them have, like, nice, like, really cool artistic inspirations. For instance, um, so this talks about how Atlas was known for being the titan of the personified quality of endurance, which is why he's being used to preserve beaches like or his his myth but it's not him it's a it's a girl uh inspired by him um uh ocean atlas is the largest single sculpture ever to de be deployed underwater it reaches a towering five meters tall from the floor of the seafloor to the surface at low tide and weighs over 60 tons uh, due to its sheer scale, the sculpture had to be assembled underwater in sections using an ambitious new technique developed and engineered by her creator, Jason DeCares Taylor. At low tide, the work reflects a mirror image on the underside of the sea surface. That's so cool. However, it's terrifying. I um, think they're even they're even freakier when they actually have stuff growing on them. Oh yeah, like, this one's gonna be. Ugh. Um, 
uh, a they solar do light sort and of flag. Like, sorry, is, not to be like gross or anything. They do kind of look a little bit like decomposing body. Yeah. Um, a solar light and flag is located on the highest point of the colossal underwater installation to aid marine navigation. Uh, constructed in 2014 using sustainable pH. Oh, it was in 2014. I don't know why this article is from a week ago. Uh, using <coughs> sustainable pH neutral materials, Ocean Atlas creates an artificial reef for marine life to colonize and inhabit whilst drawing tourists away from overstressed natural reef areas. Um, it has drawn media attention from around the world, which in turn highlighted a longstanding oil leak. That's really cool. That might be why it's in the last yeah. week. That the this this statue drew attention to a major issue. Um, yeah, the piece symbolizes the burden that we are currently asking future generations to carry, and the collective responsibility we must accept to re- prevent its collapse. The sculpture was commissioned by B R E E F Bahamas Reef Environment Educational Foundation, with the aim of creating an underwater sculpture garden in honor of its founder, Sir Nicholas Nuttall. Don't do it. The underwater garden includes other sculptures, sculptural works by local artists, uh, Willacy Tynes and Andrit John, and an artificial reef trail designed by Reef Ball. Very cool. I just so it's a it's a it's a woman who is kneeling, one leg on the like one knee on the ground, one knee supporting kind of her chest, and she's got one arm braced against her upright thigh and one supporting the sky above her along with the top of her head and her shoulder as she bears the the heavy load of the burden of the sky and she's especially freaky because there's a picture of someone swimming above her and they are smaller than her head like her forehead it, yeah it it's like real cool very cool very cool environmental thing um but, like, when these sculptures grow stuff on them, they look freaky. I just think stuff like this, stuff like this is super cool. But when stuff like this, like, ugh, it skews me out. It, it reminds me of, like, if you go to somewhere abandoned and there's just, like, stuff there, you know? That's so, that's such a dumb way of saying something. Sorry. I, I got distracted. I was looking at, like, uh, different underwater reefs. I like the ones that are, like, I gotta say, they're really, really creepy, but um, the ones that look like buildings are less scary than the people. Oh, for sure. Because, like, in my head, I'm like, I know it's not gonna move. Yeah. But my thing with the people ones is, like, what if it comes to life and it's, like, gonna kill me? It's that fear, you know? Yeah. Speaking Ugh. of... Like, no. No thank yeah. you. No thank you. It's... You know what it is? I watched that episode of Doctor Who with the Weeping Angels at a very impressionable age. Yeah. And since then, statues... Not all of them. I'm not afraid of statues. But just stuff like this is sort of like, it's a little freaky deaky, you know? Hey, hey, what the fuck is this? This one is just a bunch of people wandering around the ocean floor. No, right? Clothed. Right? No, it's like if you just stumbled upon that, you're just like, hey, what the fuck? I gotta say, the Bahamas one, 
Most of them aren't that freaky. No, most of them I'm actually okay with, but like, no, but have you looked them? I hate the ones like, that have like hundreds of people standing around. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Whose idea was it to have people slowly being taken over by nature in the most upsetting way possible? No idea. I really like the one of the uh, banker. It's supposed to be a banker with his head in the sand. I really like that one. Look at this funky looking anglerfish one. Like, that's yeah, more scary like, than the people. I like that one. But some of these are just like. They're a little creepy. I also hate oh. the ones that look like boat, like sunken ships. Why? Why oh, make see, that? See, I don't know. I think the sunken ship ones, I kind of think sunken ships are really cool. They're terrifying. Never- I hate them. They give me the heebie-jeebies so bad. I would never go in a sunken ship. I'm, like, not going to scuba dive ever. You ever go scuba diving? Um, yeah, but not any place dark or spooky. I'd go scuba diving in, like, a fun tropical location with, like, like, I'd go visit the Bahamas Sculpture Garden. Yeah, but that's, the freaky sculptures are there. But only, only one of them is freaky. Most of them aren't humanoid. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like more of them are humanoid than you're expecting. That's fair. <laughs> I'm going to look up and see on their website. I'm going to look up the if how to visit. How to visit. Should we go swiftly into the middle bit? Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know if you remember. Uh, several months ago, we talked about a singer, Spider, and her song Water Sign. Mm. Yes. Well, she's coming out with a new song. Nice. And she's really hoping that people go um, save it, pre-save it. And um, I messaged her. I saw her, another TikTok of hers. And I messaged her and asked her if we could talk about it on the podcast again. And she was really excited um, to have us talk about it again. So um, everybody should go pre-save uh, Spider's new track, which is called Fine, I'm Good, I'm Perfect. No, sorry, it's called I'm Fine, I'm Good, I'm Perfect. The I'm was on a different line. Mm. So my brain didn't register that it was there. Um, so Excuse go pre-save it. You can go to uh, her Instagram page, which might be easier for you to pre-save the link to it. Um, her Instagram is your girl spider y o u r g i r l s p i d e r your girl spider, mm-hmm. and her link tree is there so you can go pre save the song. And she's a really cool black independent artist in the UK, and you should you should go do that. Mm-hmm. And her last song was really great. If you haven't go listen, if you haven't listened to Water Sign, I highly recommend going and doing that. Um, especially because we've been talking about the ocean a lot, and they're yeah. not related. They don't. <laughs> they're not really connected. But you know, like the water, and it's called Water Sign, and 
just figured I'd do it. And then, um, yeah, as always, speaking of water, drink water, protect water. Stop line three. Stop line three. To protect uh, water. Forever. To protect water forever, forever, forever. Um, Also, uh, hurricane relief. Speaking of water, hurricanes. Uh, What was the one that you were recommending? Partners in health? Partners in health for um, help in Haiti. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be doing hurricane relief in the U.S. Mm-hmm. I'll have to double check on that. Um, they they might be. Um, um, I know they will be doing continuing their work in Haiti with earthquake and hurricane relief. Um, I meant to. I just got really busy today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I meant to save resources for donating for relief in um hurricane ida relief Mm -hmm. um as a quick general rule of thumb just always double triple check any place that you are donating to um that they are reputable and that the money that you will be donating is actually going to the people you are donating to yeah. Um, mutual aid is always sort of preferred in these situations. So just be really careful. Um, shady people take advantage of people in these situations when, you know, you have, especially with when, you know, black and brown people have lost homes, cars, lots of things, because um, those are the people who are going to be disproportionately affected by a major hurricane like this so just be really careful when donating and next week i will come back with actual concrete resources and people for you guys to donate to if you want to go and are able to donate yeah Um, and i feel bad because i had like no time to pull together uh you've been busy i'm trying to find i had a thing saved that I'm looking for, um, not Hurricane Ida. It was um, Texas healthcare and abortion access um, because of the stuff happening in Texas. And I had yeah. a list of things you could donate to saved, and now I cannot find it. I may have said something about that on my Instagram. Um, also, just a quick, quick note on that. Um, I'm trying to figure out the right way to say this. If you are a white person and you are friends with and know people of color right now, black and brown people, indigenous people right now, and you are upset, as you have every right to be, um, about this abortion bill, and you're black and brown friends and acquaintances are annoyed at you, they have every right to be that way and feel that way. Um, Because this ban, this bill, is going to... It is going to affect white people. That's... I don't want to say that it won't. But it is going to disproportionately affect black, brown and indigenous people with uteruses, vaginas, whatever. 
black those bodies people who more can become pregnant yeah people who can become pregnant more yeah um and restrict access to those services um but also you know not necessarily those people as well because this will restrict access to services like planned parenthood which serves um trans women yeah so lots of people and lots of other people as well so like just abortion access is healthcare, and anything any bill that strives to restrict abortion access will be restricting healthcare in general specifically for all minorities honestly like trans people people of color uh poor people disabled people yeah yeah i um i only say that because i know um i have seen on my tiktok a lot uh a lot of the black and brown people who i follow have been really vocal about how it's really frustrating when they see you know all of the white influences or influencers they follow just being like we have to band together and blah 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 when it's been not a lot of that for black and brown issues or very performative for black and brown issues so i only say that's that's why i say that um just Mm -hmm. be really really sensitive to things like that because as with any civil rights and as with any rights issue it will disproportionately affect black and brown people more and probably black people more it is also one of those issues that like a lot more people are going to be vocal about than other issues that too um yeah people are gonna be because it affects upper middle class white women yeah um so i know and if i it is still an important issue also i just want to yes yes i don't want to say that we are not saying that yeah and you know and if i have said something wrong please correct me Um, I will say, like, it's hard to be, like, we try to speak speak about issues that we hear about, like, as many of them as we can, um, and, um, but we're not gonna get them all, so if there's an issue or an organization or anything that you would want us to promote or talk about, shoot us an email, tweet us on Twitter, um, we're 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 trying to do resources but we're not going to cure everything yeah the things are going to slip and, through the but cracks but we want to so support as many issues as we can yeah we want to support issues we care about issues yeah if you have something you want us to talk about you can email us or send us a tweet um our twitter is hyhtgn podcast at gmail.com I just said our Twitter is hyhtgmpodcast.gmail.com. Oh. <laughs> our tw- our, that's our Gmail. Our Twitter our- is at hyhtgnpodcast. Yeah. Um, them's the same. One of them's just yes. Gmail. One of them's Twitter. Um, yes. What was I going to say? Yeah, I would. Wow, I personally okay. would Sorry, much I was rather just have. looking on my. 
I was just on my Instagram, and the first thing that popped up is that Lyft and Uber have announced that they will cover 100% of legal fees for the drivers who are sued for aiding and abetting under Texas abortion laws. Lyft also says they will be donating $1 million to Planned Parenthood. Like I said, these are issues that everyone is talking about. Um, yeah. Um, but it's still an important issue. I Here's my thing is I personally would rather have us have like 15 minutes of the middle, but just being like, here's this issue and this organization. Here's this issue and this organization. And like give you all resources that we have researched that you can have access to in order to help people then be like oh i I don't want to talk about this issue because this issue is more pressing i'd rather just like give y'all as much information as we can um and have the middle bit drag on longer and longer every week (laughs) as we include more uh resources than to like some issues are going to be more pressing than others, but I would rather, you know, bring them all up and give you all the resources and let you all decide where you want to put your time and your money. And if, like, that's not your jam, like, whatever, you can skip over it, yeah. but... I don't care if you skip the middle bit. I don't care. I don't care if you skip over, like, the middle bit and if down the line we get sponsors or whatever and you can skip those too, but... You know, like, these are the issues that... The reason why we're bringing these up is because they're important to us. And if you're listening to this podcast, they should be important to you. Oh, speaking of line three, by the way, there's now a phone number that you can call... Oh, nice. ...that's, like, directly to the White House. Ooh. Um, That phone number, by the way, is 202-456-1111. And that line is open from uh, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Tuesday through Thursday. And what's recommended if you're calling about line three is right off the bat, say you're calling about line three, you would like to have uh, Biden and the Army Corps of Engineers, there we go, pull the permits for line three and basically say that it is infringing on treaty land or treaty territory and that water is life and that Enbridge is funding the police and arrested illegally arresting people and Mm. that this will kill thousands of people and Biden made promises to protect the environment and by allowing Enbridge to continue building line three he is failing his promises to the American people essentially that is sort of the loosey-goosey version of the script that is something that is pretty much something that you can say word for word and it'll be a good thing to say (laughs) yeah basically those are the talking points but you want to sort of get that could point you, out could you that run us that number one more time yes that number is two zero two four five six one 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 and the line is open from 11 a.m to 3 p.m eastern standard time tuesdays through thursdays and that goes to the white house directly that's not a senator that's not a house. That is the White House. That is Joe Biden. That is Joe Biden's personal cell phone number. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You are calling. You're <laughs> it's calling. It's probably like one of his many secretaries, but 
You're calling um, you're calling the fan of ice cream himself, Joe Biden. Because um, he is, in fact, a fan of ice cream. I believe that. But that will not redeem him. <laughs> that will not redeem the sins of, of man that you have committed, Joe. Um, would you like a headline without context? Yes, please. So this, along with what I want to talk about post-middle bit, is proof that we might... I was going to make a joke and say it's proof that we're living in a simulation, but I don't want to make anybody's unreality like um, this is just that. Sorry, sometimes I think about that. Sometimes I think about the like we're living in a simulation and sometimes I'm like, I find that comforting sometimes. I'm like, you know what? Um, Sometimes sometimes it is comforting, maybe. I just want to throw so, out there, as far as I know, we are not living in a simulation. This we're is not. real life. You are really hearing this for anybody. You're, you're really here. <laughs> this is real. This is a real podcast that you are really listening to. Just Don't worry. I, yeah. Don't worry. Don't go down that deep rabbit hole. Yeah. Nihilism is not the answer. Well, not just nihilism, but like there are real psychological stuff where that, that can too. cause you to have a panic attack yes like, no this is all th- as far as i'm aware this is all real somebody i saw one thing that was like about the birds you know and some things where it's like the birds don't look like they're flying well i know about that and it's because cameras sometimes the bird cameras when they're it's like one of those things where they're like, we're living in a simulation because when the birds are caught on camera, they don't flap their wings. Um, There's the a reason for that. The frame rate is equal to the flap, the rate at which they are flapping their wings. Also, most of the time, especially big predator birds, they're gliding. Yeah, that... No, no, it's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. No, but it was specifically the one about the frame rate and the birds flapping because mm-hmm. somebody was like, this is proof we're living... There's always a reason. Yeah. It's like flat earth. Like, there's... Science. Like... Take a deep breath. Can we do a breathing exercise? Sure. Just like, like. Anyway. Just take a deep breath. I got an ad for Headspace the other day that was like a breathe in and breathe out kind of ad. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, it genuinely did calm me down. Not that I was having like a moment. Um, but I was like, I was like, wow, that that was great. Also, this <clears throat> article I have pulled up about the underwater garden. <clears throat> Excuse me. Something below it has a thing about Stanley Tucci and he's going on a a tour of Italy, a culinary tour of Italy. Oh, I heard about and that. And don't don't you just love Stanley Tucci? I do just love Stanley Tucci. Um okay, um here's the here's the thing though. The reason the reason we're living in a very weird stage of capitalism is where I'm going with this. Um Okay. This Did somebody I- sell another chicken McNugget for $6,000? No. Um, this is an article from Looper by Jofi- Joseph Stanicher. thought you were going to say Stalin, but that's fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, adult- Joseph Stalin is writing for Looper now, just so you all know. Uh, here's the headline. Adult from Swims Beyond Live the Action. Adult Sorry. Swims Live Action Rick and Morty Tease has fans screaming. They're making no. live action Rick and Morty. Stop with Christopher it. Lloyd. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> um, yeah, that's just the headline without context. Do you want to get into our, our second half here? No, I would like to talk about this for a second. Okay. <laughs> I have watched Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not current on Rick and Morty because can I tell you the truth about Rick and Morty? Mm-hmm. I don't care really about the show. It's enjoyable. I've enjoyed watching it, but the fans, people who watch Rick and Morty and who are like involved in fandom culture. Oh, um, sponsored by water. Forgot yeah. that. I'm actually sponsored by cold brew tea this week. Cold, cold brew infused raspberry, black raspberry, raspberry hibiscus tea. That's what I'm sponsored by. It's herbal, so it will not keep me up late. Mm. Anyway. I'm um, drinking water. The well, now I'm no fans... longer drinking water because I ran out of water and I don't want to get up. So. Oh, <laughs> the my doctor just t- told me that functionally uh, herbal tea and water are basically the same thing. So nice. They hydrate you the same thing. As long as it doesn't have caffeine in it, you're good. Um, mm. Is basically what my doctor said to me. Anyway. Anyway. From a metabolic standpoint. Anyway. I don't despite telling it literally anybody who will listen to this episode of the podcast i don't tell people i watch rick and morty because then people are like oh my god what do you think about rick and morty and i'm like i don't think about rick and morty it's a funny little satire cartoon that y'all take way too seriously (laughs) head empty no thoughts about rick and morty it doesn't matter i don't care that there was a reference to 1989 Power Rangers in that one episode. I don't know. I'm pulling something out of my butt. Um, I don't care that there was a reference to Doctor Who in that one episode. It doesn't matter to me. Why would it? It's a fun little satire show where people are really mean to each other. I don't care. I really don't. Like, it and really, now it's like, live action. And now Christopher Lloyd is here. Yeah. Cool. Like, cool. Who are they getting... Like, I... It's really interesting because, like, somebody who I told I watched Rick and Morty, they were like, did you know it started off as 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 Doc and Marty? And it started yeah. off as, like, a parody of... 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 of, of Back hang to on, the Future? I have to get... Thank you. Of Back <laughs> to the Future. <laughs> Sorry, I got, like, caught up in a loop there of back to the future and and blah 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 and i'm like yeah cool i don't care like literally i, I like don't hearing care. a fun fact i don't want to talk i don't want to talk about rick and morty just in general like cool hit me with a fun fact and then hit me with a different topic of conversation <laughs> um, that's all that fun facts should be it should be fact and then move on i don't need to hear about the fucking szechuan sauce Uh, or about how elon musk had a cameo that one episode i don't care uh speaking of also fuck elon musk keep talking about that we shouldn't care about but we do care about because oh my god oh my god i thought so i saw is this about jeff bezos and the iguana what the fuck oh okay hang on what what I really, I want to, let me, let me fact check this, because I, I, let me just, like, really double, triple fact check this. So, there's this, like, picture of Jeff Bezos, like, eating an iguana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 
And I found out, like, two days ago where the picture is actually from. Also, I guess it's not recent. Um, I guess it's from when they did a charity dinner one time. And it was a an environmental benefit dinner. Or the theme of that year's charity dinner or whatever was an environmental benefit. So they were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to eat invasive species. Which, like, great. Good job. Like, I'm all for eating... <laughs> I'm all for eating invasives as, like, a form of management, species Mm. management for invasives. Great. Good plan, because it gets the invasives off of the fucking, out of the environment. Great. But really, Jeff Bezos, not when it's Jeff Bezos. Anyway, when you look up Jeff Bezos iguana, people, the things that people have also searched for is... Jeff Bezos iguana meme, Jeff Bezos wife, Jeff Bezos lap, Jeff Bezos search, and then Jeff Bezos eating Mona Lisa. Anyway. Anyway. Want to hear something even wilder? Yeah, sure. So I saw a Tumblr post and I was reading Uh-oh, it. Never a good way to start And a story. I was like, oh, this is funny. This must be a post from a darker timeline. Because there's a, a Tumblr blog that makes memes about things that don't haven't actually happened in real life. And whenever I see something fucking wild going on, I just kind of assume it's posts from a darker timeline. So I scrolled up to double check, you know, to reassure myself. And you know what? It wasn't. Uh-oh. Um, so I first I first heard about this. I'm um, scared. Screenshot of a PlayStation tweet. From PlayStation's official Twitter. Celebrate the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. <gasps> in March Through Time, a new experience in no. Fortnite. No. No, no. There what? is now a Fortnite mode where you can do the no. March on Washington. No. And then there's a virtual exhibit no. about no. the civil rights movement. No. Um, no. And so I googled this, assuming it no. was fake, hoping it was fake, praying it was fake. And uh, here are some headlines that I saw with my own eyes that I am now reading to you. Martin Luther King Jr.'s daughter distances herself from Fortnite event. Understandable. Um, from NPR, Martin Luther King Jr. Fortnite new game, I Have a Dream speech. And perhaps the worst one that I saw from Einven Global, Fortnite under fire after failing to disable the whip emote during MLK event. (gasps) And then there's the article that I brought, which is (gasps) Fortnite finally disables dance moves in Martin Luther King Jr. tribute. Fails to? Finally disables. No, but they, they did fail to disable the whip emote. They tried to so they tried to disable all of the offensive emotes, including the throwing tomatoes emote and some of the more suggestive dance moves, but they didn't think to disable the whip emote. Um, but then they just disabled all dance moves, um, which is what if you what first of all why are they doing oh, this? Okay, hang on, hang on. First of all. <laughs> Why? Who thought this would be a good idea? <laughs> what 
developer Fortnite was like, you know what? We're here. It's season 7,872 of Fortnite. It's not. It's like season 7 or 15. Wow, really? I fucking nailed it. Um, You know what would be a great idea? We're running out of ideas for Fortnite. You know what we should do? You know what's really topical right now? Fucking... I have a dream you know what we speech. Should, you know what we should do? You know what the kids... You know what's all the rage right now? You know what I've seen really popular is, like, marching. Been a lot of marching going on for, you know, like, black people. What's the most famous march for black people? <laughs> Jesus Martin Luther King. Christ. That literally, that makes me so upset. It makes me like so upset. It's fucking like I cannot wrap my head around this as a concept. And I've seen screen caps. Like, I have Fortnite downloaded. I could check this. <laughs> Do some like, investigative reporting. It's. Why would this, who thought this was a good idea? Who was sitting there? What? All white staff was sitting there and thought this up. And then history class before, presumably. You know what this, you know what this screams of? This is like the all, the all white team at Fortnite. I don't know if this actually was what happened but this is how i would envision it because this is the only way this would happen the all-white team at Fortnite was like they already went through what i just said they were like what's the most famous march yeah pro-black march let's do that and then they wrote this and then they went to like the one black person on the Fortnite team i'm sure there's more than one i'm sure there's more than one but they went to like the highest up and they were like what do you think about this and the person was like um i can't say this is a terrible idea because everybody else this office thinks it's a great idea and if i say it's a terrible idea i don't know what'll happen to my job so i'm gonna sign off on this There's, but I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Like, put the blame on like in that scenario. I yeah. don't know, but like, Th- this is you know white I mean? people's fault. This is all white people's fault. This screams of like all of the white people. You know what this screams of? This screams of when you're in like a history class and the professor is ta- or the teacher is talking about this in elementary school mm-hmm. and the teacher is talking about slavery and then turns to like the two or three black kids in the class. And is like, and now we're going to talk about the Atlantic slave trade. And then poignantly either looks or poignantly avoids eye contact. Or, you know, like Rosh Hashanah is coming up. It's like me being the only Jewish person in the class. Not that these are the same thing. But whenever the Jewish holidays came around, it was always like, Rosh Hashanah is on Thursday. Sophia, you're Jewish. Explain what this is. This is horrible. This is horrific. And 
I have to know more. There is a real... So there's a bunch of screenshots that have gone viral. Notably, somebody with the Rick skin from Rick and Morty. Oh, my God. Attending Oh, my this. God. I'm looking at pictures. I... Are you on the one from, like, Game Rant or something? Um, so the article I have pulled up was the gamesindustry.biz, Fortnite disables dance moves. Oh, these are... Oh, my God. Um, the Tumblr post that I saw um, has uh, somebody at... I'm not going to read that, actually. On Tumblr says, late night comedian talk show hosts are uncontrollably sobbing and throwing up right now, knowing they'll never, ever make anything as hilariously tone deaf as this. And then there's a picture of Rick and Morty from... Nope. Rick from Rick and Morty holding a dream sign. I'm... Oh, my God. Um... Yeah, yeah. I saw that this was a real thing, and I needed to talk about it. It's not good news. I mean, it's good news that they disabled the dance modes. I mean, I guess like I hope it's well intentioned. Don't want to say it's good news that like Fortnite is making history conscious content, but it's like this is why is this what they're starting with? Yeah, Fortnite's like. Listen, we've got a lot of impressionable young kids yelling racial slurs at other people. Let's try and do something about this. I know. I know Fortnite, I have a dream. I know it'll work great. You know what would have been really cool if Fortnite had done? Mm -hmm. Made a model of those really deep caves that are impossible to get to. That would have been dope. Or like, I don't know, made a model of like when Neo burned down... Nero burned down Rome <laughs> and played the fiddle. That would have been really cool to watch. I thought you, I thought you were you were talking about Neo from the Matrix, and I was a little no, confused. No, no, no. No, when Nero burned down Rome, or I don't know that other dude's assassination. The very Fortnite things. Yeah, give, oh, us, Caesar. give us the JFK give us the assassination. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I was talking about Caesar. Oh, um. like. Like, there are things cool. that are funny that you could put in Fortnite. Like, funny, but also historical. Like, they yeah. could rebuild the, like, Roman Forum ruins. Give us the Library of Alexandria. Let us burn it down. Come on. Um, like, but you're making historical events, and this is your this starting your jumping point? off point. Like, um, this is... Last... The I Have a Dream speech last, is a last very... Last month it was aliens. This month like, it's Martin Luther King. Like, Martin Luther King, this speech and the March on Washington are incredibly important historical events. And I would also like to state, most schools stop teaching civil rights at this point. They're like, Martin Luther King, he made a speech, and they marched on Washington. And then, just... several years later, he died, and he was killed by the United States government. Allegedly. By the FBI. By the FBI. Allegedly. Not even um, allegedly. I'm pretty sure they've admitted to it at this point. Have they actually? Because I hear, I still hear like that it's whatever. Um, it's it anyway. They did it. We all know. I just don't want to get in trouble. I don't want the FBI to knock on my door. Um, basically, I'm gonna say uh, the FBI killed Martin Luther King. That's a Bo Burnham quote. There. That now it's not on us. There we go. Go get Bo. Anyway, so like most, the problem with this is that most. 
like schools. Most of the 12 year olds playing this know that this happened. They either know that this happened or they're not required to listen to the full speech. Mm-hmm. They're only required to listen to part of it. The part where he says, I have a dream. And then they're, they stop listening. Mm-hmm. And the teaching of the American Civil Rights Movement usually stops right here. And then it's Martin Luther King was assassinated. And nobody ever is taught about Malcolm X or that the Black Panther Party was a huge movement within civil rights and getting nobody has ever taught that the fact that we have free school lunch provided for us is because of the black panther party Mm -hmm. the reason why you get free school lunch or subsidized school lunch is because of the black panther party like we're not taught that in schools i didn't learn that until like three years ago doing my own research about the black panther party so like This is a really bad starting point because we're not, we're either all taught it or we're taught like little pieces of it and the little pieces of it we're taught, we don't really pay attention to that much. And then we're not taught that the fact that after this, Martin Luther King became more radical. Yeah. Um. Pretty much like in the months following this speech his thought became much more radicalized and leaned more towards the thoughts and teachings similar to Malcolm X and the Black Panther Party. And it's like, that's not something that we're taught in schools because the American education system... I had a good history teacher who taught us this. But Yeah. Yeah. But we're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. We got lucky in that we had a a history teacher who was very conscious of the curriculum that she was creating for us. Yeah. We also got lucky because we don't live in a state where critical race theory is being banned in schools, which is a real issue that's happening right now. And I guess this was Fortnite's response to that. Yeah. And the fact that critical race theory isn't even something that can be really taught at the high school level. Yeah. Because but it's, it's been specifically banned. Yeah, I just watched a a really good video essay about why um, it's like why critical race theory isn't what you it's like it's basically I think it's called like why critical race theory isn't what you think it is. Um, uh, Hang on, let me see if I can find it. But they're using the ambiguity, or not the ambiguity, but the common misunderstanding of the term critical race theory as a weapon to A, get this law passed, and B, use this law as kind of a blanket statement against people teaching any kind of, like, anything about race, really. Um, Anyway, so um, I don't want to read the whole article, but I just want to throw out Uh, So they created the March Through Time Experience, which launched on August 26th, recreating the Lincoln Memorial and U.S. National Mall, where King delivered the speech and incorporated informational exhibits and collaborative collaborative mini games. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. 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 What what, what are these mini games? No, no, no. A mini game? Please don't. Bad news. That's bad news bears, huh? Yeah. 
the next day, Fortnite's official Twitter account for service updates informed players that all emotes have been disabled in the March Through Time experience, with the exception of eight that were designed specifically for this event, which I assume ah. were like the holding of the sign. The video that I watched. Mm. It's from Noah Sampson on YouTube, which if you watch any of Noel Miller's content, he's Noel Miller's editor. Oh, nice. Um, but his the video is called uh, Outrage Over Critical Race Theory Started with a Lie. And it's very good. Mm-hmm. And it talks about sort of all of the hullabaloo, I'll call it, with why people are really like... Yeah, we shouldn't be learning critical race theory and and why it's all stupid. Yeah. But back to Fortnite. But back to Fortnite. Um, the replies to that announcement give an indication as to why, with screen caps and images of Superman and Rick Sanchez using emotes such as raise the roof, get swifty, and ride the pony during King's speech. No, revolting absolutely disgusting there's also one that i don't want to talk about but um remember earlier headline i am disgusted i am revolted this is uh the puzzle pieces that i will give you is that there are police officer skins and there was an emote that was not disabled that i mentioned earlier that's yeah yuck people are horrible um uh The behavior of players should not have come as a surprise to Epic as last year the company streamed a Black Lives Matter panel only to find players respond using an in-game emote to throw tomatoes at the screen. Oh, shocking. Yeah. Fortnite, do better. Hey, or maybe Fortnite, just don't. Yeah. Like, either like they know they're doing horrible things in these exhibits if you must make them, but really, in general, don't. Like... The Clearly thing is, they're they know not they're doing demo- anything good. And they know their demo. The other thing is, like, they have information on their demographics. They know their demographic. So, like, like, Fortnite is infamous for 12-year-olds using slurs. Like, like God, what are they going to do next? It's, Stonewall? Oh, my God. It's one thing if they were trying to engage with in this in good faith. Yeah. But they're not. Yeah. Like... This is just so viscerally... I know we were making jokes about it earlier. It's so tone deaf. But it's, it's really so tone deaf. And it's out also of touch like, with reality. It's also like viscerally upsetting, not only yeah. to like the black people who play video games on the internet, but also to like Dr. King's legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Again, his, his, the- his daughter... Does not approve of this. And can I just say, can I just say something as a white mm. person, a person without color? Um, I personally am sick and tired of white people um, using Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King as like a prop, basically, yeah. for racial talking points like when all of the george floyd protests were happening last may people were like oh dr king said not to be violent yeah well he also said riots are the like riots are the language of the unheard so like get your head out of your ass and Um, like get educated like 
shut the fuck up, stop using his words, and stop also wrongly attributing words to him. Because Mm -hmm. you don't know what you are talking about. Let black people be the ones to speak on these issues. For fuck's sake, we have been talking over them for long enough. Oh my god, sorry. I'm getting very heated. Yeah. And I'm going to take a deep breath and drink some tea. Um, apparently, uh, the March Through Time experience is scheduled to remain available for the next year. Nope, take it down. I doubt it's going to last very long. I hope it doesn't last long because it's been used very poorly. Hopefully some people are like actually learning things and using it as intended to kind of... I guess it's the the idea of experiencing history as a method of understanding people from a different time. Um, I understand the intent, uh, but you really got to think about intent versus impact here. The impact is bad. The impact is really bad. If they wanted to do... There's some people getting, like, actually learning good information from this. That's, like, like, the only thing we can hope. They could do... A really interesting change the name also if they want to continue doing sort of like a walk through time kind of thing like Mm. they could do something really interesting i mentioned recreating like roman ruins earlier but like recreate some historical spaces in the world you know yeah like that would be really cool in ancient rome or greece or literally anywhere because one people can't travel right now and two there's very those places are very well documented historical places and it would be really cool to see recreations of those and be able to walk around those places because okay. guess what i just learned what um so fortnite did this in epic games did this in collaboration with time studios from time magazine hey, are ta- you kidding hey, time? me hey time do you not know what fortnite is hey time magazine hey buddy what were you thinking? Like, it's... I'm going to be real. I don't expect a lot from Epic Games. They're notoriously bad at what they do. Um, hey, but the bar Time is Studios? in, like... The bar is in, like, the mantle of the earth for, for Epic Games. For Epic Games. But, like... What the fuck? Time Magazine? Really? Oh, my God. Get your head out of your ass. But Time Studios, which is owned by Time Magazine fine time studios get your head out your ass what were you thinking what the the fuck kind of collaborative mini game quests like what the fuck what kind of mini we live in a society i don't think i have any more words yeah I just, the wildest thing is all of these, like all real, I don't want to say that Time Magazine is not a real news source. All non-affiliated news sources are like, hey, look at this fucking wild thing that Fortnite is doing. And then (laughs) all all of the partners are like, look at this very interesting, respective retrospective on uh, the legacy of a very important moment in American history. And everybody else is just like, were was your head buried in molasses every everybody else is saying fortnite like fortnite fortnite like 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 
Wait, like, wait, like Fortnite? Like, like Fortnite? Hang on, like Fortnite? Like with the 12-year-olds? Oh, like the one with that dance? Like the one with those, like the, like the, one, the one with, with the, the dances dances. that are predominantly stolen from black artists? That, that one with no compensation? Oh my god. So, un- this is so unbelievably tone deaf. I've got to say, I'm not... The more I think about it, the less surprised I get because no, I'm Fortnite is, not surprised. If nothing, they were first made famous for profiting off of black people without uh, compensation. Hey, um, the next black person you come across on your TikTok who is dancing and has their Venmo in their bio, and if you can and are able to give them the cost of a Fortnite game. I think Fortnite is free, actually. Wait, no, no, no. There's, 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 um, there's a Fortnite season pass. I don't know how much that is. I was just going to say buy them coffee. Venmo them the price of coffee, which is like five bucks. And just say, like, hey, thought of you. Because, like, I don't know. But, like, Jesus, Jesus Christ, this is just, like... I have no words. I'm, like, not surprised, but I am incredibly angry. Yeah. (laughs) I just... What the This is, like... You know what this is? It's not comparable. But it would be equally tone deaf if they were, like, here's a walkthrough of Auschwitz. Yeah. And it's, like, not the same because nobody's really given speeches there. But, like... Yeah. You know, they were like, it's a walk through history. And it's like, I mean, um, I, I don't think it's entirely comparable, but I, the closest thing I can think of is like, oh, relive Stonewall. Yeah. It's just like, here, have some trauma. Yeah. Or here, I will say have, the, the I have a dream speech is like, it's not trauma. Being like a inspirational thing. Yeah, and it, it it's like, what are other, like, inspirational speeches that people think of throughout history? I don't know, like... Four score. It's four score. No, that's what it would be. That's yeah. what it's like. It's like, here, relive the Emancipation Proclamation. <laughs> like, what? Like, um. no, don't. Like, don't. Or, you know what, actually, you know what would be great? Here, you know what we should do? The French Revolution. Here you can watch the decapitation yes. of Marie Antoinette. You can you can now buy a skin for Marie Antoinette that is Jeff Bezos's face. Um, <laughs> I would do that. You can part. You can watch and participate in. Congratulations! Now, when you die in Fortnite, the death animation is a guillotine, and it's part of our interactive walk through history for the french revolution congratulations the next season season eight of Fortnite is the french revolution because we're trying to be more historical um fucking hell uh go to the watergate hotel and investigate <laughs> nixon <laughs> go to watergate um you mentioned the assassination of jfk earlier what are other big I will historical say, like, events i feel like the assassination of jfk would actually be funny because it's like constantly used in like time travel shows as like here's a the recreation funny... of the zapruder film try to figure out who killed jfk yourself that's a mini game 
um, find and kill JFK's assassin. <laughs> um, Hunt him down. Other, what could be other ones? Um, um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Oh, um, invade the, the, the beaches of Normandy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, battle, battle, um, battle at the old North Bridge. Oh yeah, that could be good. Paul Revere's um, right. Revere's ride. Um, Objectively less offensive and funnier moments in history. <laughs> um, oh God, what could be? Um, oh. No, that's too insensitive. <laughs> Something about MK Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> um. Jesus. Um, um, I really think landing on the beaches at Normandy would be really funny because people are always complaining about how um, millennials and Gen Z are always playing their video games. Yeah. And now we could actually experience the beaches of Normandy or whatever. You know what would be um, similar but less offensive? What? A protest against the Vietnam War. Yeah, great. Woodstock! Like, Woodstock! Oh my god! We could go um, to Woodstock. You know, Fortnite, we're really like just like handing you free money <laughs> Fortnite, right we're here. You so many good ideas. Um, the assassination of Caesar when yeah. ne- Nero burned Rome to the ground. Um, Gotta find Brute. <laughs> um. Um, when um, King Tut died. Uh, All that shit with Moses. I know I'm a Jew, so I know like the details. But partner up with um fucking Hyperion and let me play as Percy Jackson during the Battle of Olympus. <laughs> like, um, fake historical events. Um, build the Great Wall of China. I feel like that mm. that could go bad could, real fast. Um. I was going to say be Genghis Khan, but that would also be real bad. Yeah. Um, I love the Marie Antoinette one. Um, (laughs) Participate in the French Revolution. I think that would be more like that would be the fun and funniest. And like, there's nothing. I mean, I'm sure people people who play Fortnite would find the offensive parts. But oh, for sure. There's nothing. There's no gimmies like there was with this in terms of horrible, horrible things to do. No, I think their next season, season eight, should be French Revolution. Think about the costumes yeah, people would wear. Think about all the skins you could sell. It'd be great. Um, I don't play Fortnite, and I won't even if they make the next season the French Revolution. Because I'm going to boycott Fortnite for the rest of... Easiest boycott ever. <laughs> I'm going to boycott Fortnite for the rest of my life because of this. I'm so glad. So my sister and her fiance, who used to be really into Fortnite, don't play Fortnite as of like two months ago. Good. Tell them about this. And I they'll did. never play it again. They were like... Okay, they good. They were horrified. <laughs> They've been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight, which is a better game. I'm trying to think of other things. Um... God, the the you said the Emancipation Proclamation, and now that's like all I can think about. But um, like the the Oregon Trail, yeah, that's already a video game. That is true. That's true. But like, um, Westward Expansion is already offensive enough. Like in general, yeah. um, what if about... a, if Fortnite wants to make more tone deaf shit, then they can plenty of the content right there. The well, there's a lot of people think it's fake anyway, so. 
The next season of Fortnite, season nine, after the French Revolution, season nine is on the moon. Yeah, give us funky gravity physics. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, or you can like an interactive walk through NASA. An interactive walk through the moon landing. Yeah. But you, you do all of the steps. You do, like, the people watching from home. You do Houston. I thought you were saying you, you do all of the steps as in you have to qualify to be an astronaut. Only percent of players actually get to go to the moon. You have to qualify to be Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and the other guy. The other guy? That third dude who was there. R- R- Rufus? Nope. What I don't think name? so. He's the guy who didn't get to go on the moon. If it's Rufus, I'm going to shit a brick. Um, Michael Collins. <laughs> no brick shitting for me. I always think Buzz Aldrin's name is Rufus. I don't know why. Good, good for good for you. I don't know. I feel like this podcast has taken a really weird turn. This has this been episode. a weird episode. I just really... I saw the Fortnite news, and it's not good news, but I certainly needed to share. It's, it was it's, it's not interesting to talk is... about, and it's interesting. It's um certainly thought provoking, and it it was I, definitely I a hope, conversation starter. I hope we made you laugh because. If I didn't laugh about this, I think I would punch a... I'm not a, I'm not a man who punches a wall. I'm not a man, um, first of all. <laughs> but if I were a man, I would not be a, man, a, a wall-punching man. But if I didn't laugh about this, I think I'd throw something out my window. I spent so time... So time. <laughs> I spent so much time trying to prove to myself that this was not real. Um, it's real. And it and is. And it's unfortunate. Um. And I had to hear about it. So you guys also had to hear about it. It's one of those things where it's like, I, this is, you're right. It's not good news, but I think it's, I knew it'd be a good conversation starter for this podcast. No, I'm happy you brought it. Thank you for bringing it. It's terrible and horrible, but I hope much like I laughed and I made you laugh. I hope I made people listening laugh because who doggy you got you gotta laugh because elsewise well i don't know what i'm gonna do have a meltdown probably oh oh boy those are the options it's laugh or like actually have to kind of come to grips with this um and i'd rather laugh come to grips with the fact that somebody thought this was a good idea not just somebody like there's so many people who work on fortnite so many it, so many people had to think this was a good idea, not just at Fortnite, but apparently at Time Studio. Did Time Studio... Here's my new theory as to what happened. Time Studios put together this very cool 3D model of the... Um, the March on Washington? Yeah. Um, and like all of these cool museum exhibits, whatever. And they were going to release it as their own game. And they're like, we need, but we want kids to play it. We want like kids to access this. You yeah. know who gives a free game to kids who will partner with us? Fortnite. Fortnite. I don't know they anything about Fortnite, but I do know that kids play it. They should have built it in fucking Minecraft. Honestly, yeah. Like it wouldn't have looked as sleek or whatever. But I think it would yeah. have 
the overall effect, we would have been talking about it as good news if it had been built in Minecraft. Let's be honest. Yeah. Anyway, you have heard, I don't, you've heard heard news. You've heard news. I think the only good news you heard this week was about coral. You heard, you heard three good news about water life and then some news about video games. Um, Who doggy? You heard the good news about Wally. Wally, he's getting his own pontoon. And uh, the Atlas inspired sculpture. And the giant coral. Yeah. Um, you also you heard about fucking live action Rick and Morty. Jesus Not Christ. And good news, but the news and fucking Fortnite. Oh, and we began with anti vaxxers. Oh yeah. Really set it off nicely Jesus for this Christ. week, didn't we? Um, thank you so much for listening. Um again, uh there will be links to all of the stuff we talked about in the middle bit in the description. Um, but stop line three, call, what's his face? Joe Biden. Joe Biden? I forgot his name. Um, <laughs> you know, the man who runs the country. And <laughs> I will say, um, speaking of when we went to John Mulaney, the opener, mm. the guy who opened, whose name I have forgotten, which I am really annoyed about. And I've looked it up and cannot find his name dang i've tried i might just like resort to calling the wilbur's box office and trying to figure that out but um at one point he was like oh do do people vote for biden here and people were all just sort of like "Eh." no one's ever excited about joe biden he was like nobody's ever excited about joe biden everybody who voted for joe biden was sounds like they need to go on their lunch break and i was like everybody was like yep that's about right seaton smith Thank you. Okay. How did you find it? Reddit. 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 Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Seton Smith. He was really funny. I think it's Seton Smith. No, I know that Seton Smith right. did one week's openings. I don't know if he did both week's openings. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, I think I mean, his we name far... started with an S, so that's it like was all a double... I remembered. It was a double S, and and he looks about right. I don't know. We were far we away. We were very so far away. I could not. It, this looks. He looks about right. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, but he was like, no one's excited about Joe Biden. I almost said Bill Clinton, and that's just wrong. Nobody's excited about Bill Clinton either, so... Um, anyway, you have heard the good news and also some other news. Mostly, you've heard the good news about the ocean and some news about pop culture. Um, you've, heard some, you've heard some stuff this week, honestly. Thank you so much for listening. I have been Dylan, also sometimes Kat. I'm still just Sophia. Thank you for listening. Good night and good news. Uh, and I will, as always, catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Bye.